You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Perfect, right back on track. It's like you never missed us. In sync. Huh? We were in sync. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we. <laughs> I wish we were. We're way better looking than those motherfuckers. I like that in sync. The name of the fat one is Joey. Joey fat, fat one. one. That was the only thing I remember about the whole thing. It's really interesting. I love it. Joey Fatone. Joey Fat One. Which is some kind of conspiracy shit. I think. It's Illuminati blood sacrifice. But Joey Fatone's the only one who admitted to fucking underage groupies. Is that is right? Cool. Interesting. It's, yeah. And I'll leave it up to the fat one, I guess. Yeah. Shit. You know, Lance Bass ain't getting no underage groupies. I don't know how you know these people. This is wild. Like, I don't know I the, the new kids in the block, let alone all this shit. The only reason I know Joey Fat one is because he was in a movie that I ran the trailer for on, like, every movie for six months, <laughs> and it's, like, burned <laughs> into my brain. Joey Fat, did they call him Joey Fat Joey one? Fat one. Joey Fat One in The Littlest Millionaire. I can to look up and see what movie that was. The Littlest Millionaire was a uh, one-off show on Fox. Did you remember that on Fox no, Television? That was a real thing. That's great. It's a real thing. I love this because that's the first show that came to my mind. And The Littlest Millionaire was probably IMDb. It was actually uh, probably on for like three episodes in the early 2000s and for some reason i remember it joey fat one looking real bad here yeah I, he looks I, like I, the guy I, who gives me like my bacon egg and cheese at the deli across the street from my spot <laughs> what if that is actually joey fat one it could be and you just copped to eating a bacon egg and cheese man what's going on with you i actually i had a point i wanted to do uh, i still want to do this I wanted to do a blog that reviews every possible bacon, egg, and cheese I could get my hands on to find the actual ultimate bacon, egg, and cheese in uh, in New York. But the fact that I I, I spend 
12 of my waking hours every week in uh you know eating carbohydrates i don't think that it'd be a really it'd be like a life's work there it'd be it would be say, my white whale I will, uh, i'll put up two grand if you match two grand and we can just take the train all around to like like 1,000 uh, bacon, egg, and cheese spots. Should we? Do this. <laughs> All right, new idea. We, new idea. <laughs> we can do Andrew, a thing. Where... Andrew Hans blow four grand on bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> All right, new idea. We'll have, uh, we'll have people vote on two random subway stops where each of us individually have to go, and we have an hour to consume as many bacon, egg, and cheeses in the vicinity as we possibly can before... Uh, before coming back and reviewing them and very wow. possibly getting sick. That sounds great. That's what well, that really, I sign up? Yeah, that, that brings in the best of all the competition shows and kind of throws them together. Maybe I can have, like, a sassy kid with me and he can be my, uh, my teammate. Oh, it's like the littlest eater. The littlest eater. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to find this Joey Fatwin movie. I'm having, uh, I'm having real trouble here. Would you IMDB The Littlest Millionaire, please? Yeah, let me. I'll skip to The Littlest Millionaire. We'll get back to my man in a second. <laughs> I, I swear it was a show. Prove me wrong. It was so um, cool because it's... I no, I think you had a a fever dream that lasted for a minute because there's no, no, no. all right. <laughs> it couldn't have been the littlest billionaire. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. <clears throat> oh man, the littlest millionaire. No shit. Am I? Did I have a fucking favorite dream? I don't remember. I, <laughs> I don't always... think this is real. It should be. It sounds correct. No, no, no. This is. Oh. I'm. I'm so stupid. I don't. Have, it's. I don't. I don't have it. This motherfucker's been in twenty-seven movies. Are you fucking kidding me with this? Ah, oh, dude. <laughs> On the line. On the line, where he was playing the character named Rod. That was that was the shit right there, Andrew. I have made a big mistake. The show that I'm referencing is actually named The Littlest Groom. The Littlest Groom is so much less funny than The Littlest Millionaire. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, The Littlest Groom was a reality <laughs> television miniseries that aired for two episodes in the Fox <laughs> Network in 2004. <laughs> now it's disturbing. He's uh. A four four five little person in search for love with a group of both little women and women of average stature. Wow. And uh, it looks like he, well, the show was subjected to considerably negative criticism from media critics and the general public. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Littlest Groom, producers of Littlest Groom, uh, someone remembers your shit after two episodes. I mean... So then, uh, that, that means we sort of have carte blanche. We can do the Littlest Millionaire. We just have to find a way to see. I, I, oh I'd envision God. it not as uh, not as a little person, but as like an actual six year old. <laughs> and he would be a millionaire. And he would just be a millionaire, would... and he could just do whatever he wants. And he would just have one uh, one like older housekeeper that would sort of be his guide. But it would be you know, Robert Guillaume. <laughs> If, what if it was Joey Fat one? They, that's it would be a he gets work full circle. Not only would we Andrew would we we would tramp him around New York City. I'm talking about the littlest millionaire. Of course, we would tramp him around New York City, but we would also tout him as an icon 
What if we lost Let's... the littlest millionaire in the, you know, like lost him in Grand Central? We find him. He's like he's like buying a pearl handled handled razor at the art of shaving or some shit. <laughs> this would be amazing. He's spending one hundred and twenty dollars on the art of shaving fragrance, <laughs> being sold to him by a uh, a guy with a beard. Weirdly enough, I have never. Holy fuck! Yeah, we got to talk about that. I walk past the art of shaving. Got to say five times a week, maybe. Maybe three if I'm, you know, like a real homebody. There is always somebody with a beard fucking selling people shit in there. It yeah. seems counterintuitive to the whole goddamn process. It's like somebody working at, um, like, at Subway who's, like, really fat. Yeah, it's just it just seems weird. But even that's like, all right, you know, Subway's fucking terrible for you. I guess that's well, sort Subway's of Well, Subway's supposed to be good for you. Yeah. Yeah, that, um. it's... I'm glad you brought that up because I've noted that every time, and I've I've haven't had an outlet to talk about it until now. At the at the, the art of shaving at Crossgates Mall, there's uh, a few people there who have like scruff or beards, and I'm like, look, man, like clearly, a nobody's shoplifting from this place, and b nobody's using the products because I think shaving is not cool anymore. They I mean, you, you, you always maintain shaving. a little bit of scruff. Yeah, they. Well, I I sculpt it though. You know, I'm I, I go low on the neck. Okay, you know, all right, okay, all right, all right, okay. Well, I have that fucking. <laughs> okay. I have that shit where if I don't like sort of take care of it, like I'll grow like weird individual hairs like right below my eyes. <laughs> I need to I've like. You. Yeah, I've I need seen to. You with a big beard, and you look like you look worse than I do. You look like it's I a look bad like look. Fozzie Bear. I look like Fozzie Bear, and you look like... I look like Fozzie, Fozzie. Rapist. I'm like, I, I yeah. look fucking terrible with a beard. It's awful. I like always... Fozzie, we'll go Fozzie back, Raper. and we'll look at uh, we'll look at pictures of ourselves. Me and Gabriel will be, like, flipping through, and I'll always see myself the beard and be like, why oh. did you not stop me from doing this? I look like a fucking jerk-off. Andrew, 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 you just mentioned something that is very heartwarming. That we go back you, through old pictures? Yeah, it, it happens from time and, to time. It's a digital world, you know? You got... Uh, you, you hang out and you go through old pictures. Yeah, we just, we lay in bed and we crack open the photo albums and just see oh see what's God. changed. I'm, you say, oh, remember that time with with that? Oh, remember that time. <laughs> <laughs> remember that time you got too drunk on wine? Oh, wow. Is it really like that? No, not at all. It Come does, on. It doesn't happen like that. <laughs> Andrew, Valentine's Day just happened. We have so much to talk about. We haven't done this podcast. That's true. It's been uh, it's been a while. I kind of assume I assume that people have assumed that you've been dead. I well, there was Do you want to just get into it? I mean, should we just get, you know, address okay. the elephant in the room and just be done with it? Well, I I'm glad we have the benefit of a few weeks of time where I could come I could um, wrestle some sort of peace. I still haven't watched any highlights from the game. Nope. Haven't listened to the sound effects. Nope. Um, I know that, that was... Pete Carroll was doing like a media tour, and everyone was lauding him for just getting out in front of it. But I like I haven't. Uh, I actually I turned on Sports Center for the first time a couple of days ago, and it was just, I, it was I like horse shit. Haven't listened to anything. I listened to sports radio for the first time uh, in Philadelphia this past weekend. And I prank them, which I'll get into Perfect. in a moment. All right, so you're, you're getting <laughs> back great. on uh, back on track. I'm back on track, but for a while, Andrew, and it's still I have residual depression now. I'm not going to cop to any type of seasonal shit, but I have this residual, strange depression after that game. And one of the things that you have to realize with Seahawks football 
is that they'll always find a fucking way to break your heart, man. Yeah, that w- that was classic we, Seahawks. That was like classic. If, if, it was like, it, it, yeah, proto new Seahawks. If it isn't Dave Craig fumbling in the end zone and KC in the uh, in the AFC Championship game, it's, it's fucking the take the ball and we're gonna score game. Matt Hasselbeck half uh, overtime at Green Bay. Al Harris picks him off, breaks our hearts in the NFC Championship game. It's Daryl Jackson pushing off in the end zone in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then oh, we got, and, or yeah. it's Jim Mora, um, like Jim, <laughs> Jim. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Let it all out. Oh, I am right now. This is therapeutic because I haven't really talked about it with anybody. Justin Kiss and I just don't talk about it. Yeah, that's like, I, we, that we, is definitely that's something you just don't bring up. We it was. So it was like poetry the way we almost won the game too because Jermaine Curse not having a good game. None of our receivers had a good game, nor do they ever. But he had that circus catch at the end. That was unbelievable. That was like and beyond unbelievable. When you people, the funny thing is when you see it in replay at like two times slow speed, it still yeah. doesn't make sense that he got that. But like it's it's illogical yeah, it, against all laws of physics. The ball yeah. just like floated in front of him and he caught it. Yeah. It was beautiful and. People who don't know anything, like my mom, for example, people who don't know anything about football, my dad, my mom, you know, people I work with, they said, I thought they were going to run the ball there. Why didn't they run the ball with 30 seconds left? Yeah. We had four tries with the toughest running back in the NFL to run three yards with three timeouts and 30 seconds left. And we pass. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that, yeah, that's, that, that's it. That's that's the reality of it. That was. Um, that's why, no matter. This is going to sound ridiculous, but no matter what, no matter who's the coach, no matter who's the GM, that is. There's always there's a concept called Seahawks football, and that was it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I watched about right. it. I was at Justin Kiss's house with Mike Nacharian eating a sushi, and Metal John, who brought a case of Labatt Blue, and Justin. And we were like, we're going to win. Like, oh, my God, we're going to go back to back. And then he threw the pick. And I was like, like, it was, I I still can't talk. Yeah, it, was, it didn't seem real <laughs> for a second. I was speechless. You know what's actually we funny? A, when it happens, did you ever read the book It? Not the not the miniseries. We actually sit and read the, the book It. No, I haven't. There's a part where... Uh, I don't, there's like a bully or something who's trying to he they're I don't know what they're they're like playing hide and seek and he goes and he tries to hide in a fridge in a junkyard somewhere which is already like <laughs> ha 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 but yeah right. he opens it and uh it's it, there's like a monster inside whatever you know I won't spoil it for you necessarily but there's an entire paragraph explaining what the kid thought he expected to see when he opened the fridge and what he actually saw and how it created this weird disconnect where he was just like oh well that's that shouldn't be there. That's interesting. You know, right before he was, he's eaten by the monster. And that was actually the first thing that came to mind right after that happened. I immediately, spontaneously thought of, like, that paragraph. And I'm like, that just happened? Like, that's, that shouldn't I, be. That's, I, that's not I what happens. No, no. It was it was a weird moment for me. It really was. It was something like I couldn't process it. With anything other than laughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just walked. We had our cute, like, live tweeting going. That was fun, you know? And, like, 
we really blew it in the fourth quarter, and we thought we were awesome, and we weren't, and our defense couldn't catch, couldn't stop shit. Um, Cam Chancellor was playing with a uh, torn MCL I saw that. that he just that he just played with. <laughs> like that's super tough football. Yeah. And what the week before, Richard Sherman was playing with what, like a he had some kind of like an elbow tendon or hyperextended elbow or some yeah, hyperextended like, elbow. He was just playing right um, through it. Yeah, that required surgery, and he's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> but the NFC Championship game was crazy because he played with essentially like almost a broken elbow. Like, yeah, it was, he, arm, just, it looked, he was in a arm. sling. It was just like an invisible sling. Yeah, it was amazing. It was such good football. Like, and of all teams to win. It's the fucking Patriots, because there's nothing worse than a Patriots fan. That's a law of Earth. nature, though. Like, corny people will always, no matter what, uh, get uh, uh, get the win. That's just that's just the that's how life works. So, I mean, I, if you had any hopes in life, I mean, don't worry about it. Because the, the corny person who sits in the cubicle next to you, who really, really wants to talk about the news with you, is going to get the job promotion and you are not. So that's yeah, how it goes. Uh, that's exactly how it goes, and so you should just like uh, squeak by and like your job, don't love your job, and uh, have interests, find a gal, and uh, you know, be cool. Because some one of these days, something you believe in so hard is gonna fuck you up. Like when I discovered that uh, some of my favorite straight edge bands had broken edge. Who? Ooh. Oh my God! Who? Well, oh my God! No, that's it's great. I mean, these people are still. I'm not gonna get in a straight edge rant. Um, <clears throat> I'm just uh, glad. I was afraid I was gonna pick up the phone today because we haven't really talked since it, uh, except for like a few, uh, a few couple texts, texts hey, here and there. Yeah. But uh, I was afraid that you were gonna do that thing where people are like, I "Just think I'm off football for a year. I think I need I need to take a break from it. I need to, you know." I, I wasn't going to stand for that, but you seem like you're getting back on the horse. It kicked you off. No, right? I'm still I'm re- still reading the blogs every day. I I, am, uh, I participate in f- uh, the field goals blog um, a lot. And, uh, sounds like a good uh, use of con- your time. <laughs> What's that? So it sounds like a good use of your time. Oh, it's totally cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's like healing. You know, I'm talking to other Seahawks fans I don't know. I'm trolling Patriots fans, you know. I don't know. <clears throat> It's good life. It's a hard knock life. It's wonderful. Um, I got that four track, Andrew, and it What's doesn't work. You, wait, the second one doesn't work? No, I uh, uh, I got one. Okay, it's I, all right. I knew that uh, that one didn't work off the internet, but uh, didn't work. Didn't Justin, Justin Kiss buy one or some shit? Justin Kiss got a cute one. All right, I'm about to borrow it, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm starting to play guitar again, and uh, I'm starting to feel better about myself and my life, and uh, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I saw you looking for psychologists on uh, on Facebook, oh, so I was I, concerned of no. the opposite. No, 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 never fear. No, I wasn't looking. I was looking. I found one. No problem. Just need a little maintenance, that's all. I'm uh, I'm smart enough to know when, uh, when um, <clears throat> I need something. It's so strange, though, because uh, I always forget and then remember that I have no, little control over what happens mentally. So <laughs> I always think, oh, big man on camp. I th- always get these this big uh, big swing and dick syndrome with my depression where I'm like, I feel fucking great. I don't need meds. Fuck this. I do it every year, like clockwork, and it's documented on this podcast. Yeah. And, that, and now I'm like, oh, well, you know, uh, I'm sitting at work and... Uh, 
I'm nervous for no reason. Like I, I've I just get... I've been crying for 20 minutes. I, I didn't realize what was no. happening. It was, it was weird. No, no, no. I never. Last time I cried, man. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, last time I cried, I cried tears of joy when I heard Elton John. I'm still standing in Philadelphia. Wow. That <laughs> that's <laughs> that is such a picture perfect example of like bipolar disorder that was amazing <laughs> yep that was they, no. they should write that in the pamphlet with your picture on the front so you think you have bipolar <laughs> disorder and it's just like a picture of you like fucking spiking a drink to Elton John <laughs> oh my god it was wonderful now I'll, okay we'll talk let's talk about our philadelphia excursions andrew because we both it. we went to the same town bob we're very good at planning things because we went to the same city at a a weekend apart. <laughs> yeah, of... I I was texting you from the overnight drive live event, being like, "Where are you?" And you're like, oh, "I thought it was next week." And, what? Uh, we no. just never never came together. So did I, I, I did I pull did I miss the show it? myself. You missed it. It was really good. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, we uh, what we we went to Philadelphia just under a week apart. I think if yeah. uh, if memory serves, how was how was your trip? My trip was great, uh, Andrew. I am pleased to announce that I have found romance. Is that right? Is this the same? All right, all right. Is this the same girl, or I was making fun of last week, or a different girl? I get to make this fun of this week. What's going same on? Same girl. All right. Uh, she's very, very sweet. But uh, no, uh, no buts, <laughs> no buts so far. No, it's, it's that, um, it's that sweetness that I have. Uh, I am. I. It's been my nature to be wary of because I haven't really ever experienced it. It's somebody who. Uh, doesn't mind that I'm who I am, and I'm I'm like a I'm a pistol. I'm like a lot to take in, as a person, and she's just like cool with it. And we have the same sense of humor, and uh, it's fun, and it's it's no stress. And I get to get out of town once a month and go That's to Philadelphia. Yeah. Are you a fish? Is this a fish? This is, I don't know if it's a fish. I mean, oh, it feels... Shit, I'm asking the hard questions right now. I just turned the no. interview lamp on. It's, so, uh, it's go hey, time. I think we are taking it, because it's long distance, I think we're taking it uh, a bit slow. It feels a fish. Um, it, it's not Facebook a fish. <laughs> um, but uh, we've also talked about um, getting married. So uh, <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. All right. Hold on. <laughs> No, no, no. It's nothing. Uh, it's nothing like that. But I, I have nothing bad to say about it, which is, which is not funny. And everybody's uh, just heaved a collective sigh because I have like no like she stole my stuff or you know, anything. That's nice. That's that good stuff though. That's here's like... all right. Well, here's my question. Does this woman listen to the podcast? She does. She's a diligent. So, she's a diligent listener of the podcast. That's actually interesting because if you think about it. You have to when you meet somebody. You, there's there's sort of an interview process going on. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, yeah. This woman is already well aware that you took a statue of an owl and threw it at somebody's house or like in a bush or some shit yeah. and and sped off and has decided that that's that's good form. She she yeah. I mean I don't know if she's listened to the whole catalog, but <laughs> maybe, maybe I just fucking released a big spoiler. Yeah, I, I when I I know I she's told... in a room listening on a stereo with three friends, and they all just looked at her like sideways, like oh what? Well, I uh, I told her a lot of stuff about my life, 
and she seems to be okay with it. Like a lot of deep, dark, awful things that I've touched on the touched with on the podcast, but a lot of deep, dark, crazy things that have happened in my life. And she's like, she's like with it, and just she's just like Don't. nice, you know. She's awesome, and she and she's totally hot to trot too, which which helps. And uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see All right, I, so uh, you went down to Philadelphia and had uh, had a tryst. Yeah, period sex, dude. Oh, interesting. Very it's good. Awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it's great. So, like, what, on Valentine's what, Day. So, like, what, the, the theme there, red. Wh- like, what was your what was your trip like? Where, where 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 did you visit? Well, this is the best part because she likes doing nothing as much as I do. Excellent. So, the first time I'm, I visited her, we went to the mall, and then we went to other malls. And then we went to a chain Mexican restaurant. Great. <laughs> and then it was like, it's really like, it's in a way, like we're very similar. <clears throat> so like, we'll just be like, hey, I feel like you're going to Wawa and walking around and like maybe buying something. And then she'll be like, okay, cool. And like, or we just drive around. Or uh, there was this, um, there's these weird swingers clubs in Philadelphia. And... <laughs> We're like driving around on Valentine's after we went and got pierogies, which was cool. And that's where I heard in the pierogi shop is where I heard Elton John and I started crying. It was I'm still standing, dude. It was I'm still standing. And I started crying and she was like not 100% cool with it in terms of like. What the fuck is going on here? You like, looked down, was... there was a cloud shaped like her slowly dissipating. It was like a <laughs> hole shaped like her in the wall. God damn, Elton John, that fucking song, man. Gets wow. me. Um, I don't, I mean, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I was, and I had like an emotional release. It wasn't like I was bawling, but it was like, I couldn't help it. And, Yes, it's because I'm fucking bipolar and all the mania ramped up in me and I had an emotional, joyous release for one song coming on. It was really weird. And I kept saying things like, I just know everything's going to be okay when I hear this song. And I was sober. Very strange. But um, we pulled through it. She's all right. And uh, we almost went and got Moldovan food, but it was it looked very gross. Yeah, um, I I don't. The only thing I know about Moldova is that they've got the lowest GDP in all of Europe and the <laughs> highest alcohol consumption in all of Europe. That's the, actually the only thing. I actually I knew a guy from Moldova, though. Come to think of it, who uh, worked for my company and was bar none the sleaziest human being I've ever met in my life. Like gold <laughs> chains, like Liberace style, and would just sit there and like stare at you. He was a, like a a really really like unsettling person. Sounds great. That's what I got for that. Yeah, that's that's my Moldovan. It's uh, my Moldovan tour log. This was like cold cheese soup, shit like that. Really bad. Nope. 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 Yeah. So we said no, but then we got talking and we're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we went to one of Philadelphia's swingers clubs? So then we drove. I around. knew there was a fucking story in here somewhere. I can. Uh, I, I would have been a great reporter in the 1960s. I can sniff out a lead. I know. You're like you're like uh, George Orwell in the Watergate scandal. <laughs> Is that I, his name? A, no, not him. Different guy. Not George Orwell. <laughs> no, not George Orwell. I don't know. 
I started watching this show with Justin Kiss called Drunk History, which is really funny. It's on the Comedy Channel. It is really good. <laughs> it's people get drunk and try to tell stories of like, which would be fucking awesome if we did that. We stole that idea, and I just got drunk at your house it would be awesome if you have a chance uh go on youtube and watch the uh, before it was a show it was just a web short there's one where uh duncan trussell who's a very very funny comedian uh tries to tell the story of uh, nikola tesla and <laughs> okay. it, it's played by john c Riley. it is it is like it is the pinnacle of the art it is done so well <laughs> So, yeah, if you have a chance, I, I really urge everyone to go and, uh, and watch that. Plus, Duncan Trussell's got the weirdest voice on Earth, so it's just like it's a great. double win. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, I've been watching more and more normal shows on normal channels lately, so it's perfect. Um, so anyway, so we go to these this swingers club in Kensington um, called Sinners and Saints. Oh, clever. But it looks so sketchy from the outside that we don't go in. We just drive by, and we look to our right, and there's a guy smiling at us, sitting in a car. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I think, so Sinners and Saints has a whole cottage industry based around it. That's wild. I think it's a guy who, like, I don't know, like, beats off watching people go into Sinners and Saints. <laughs> Interesting. Isn't that the name of a tattoo parlor somewhere, too? I'm not it's, sure. It's the name of a tattoo parlor every place. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, oh, I got the Sinners and Saints. I got that, that rose tattoo Or maybe done do you over. think he was do you think he was ejected for doing some something that's not allowed in swingers clubs, which I would love to know what the well, list of rules and regulations might what be? What I found most revolting about these swingers clubs, both of them, is that they offer free buffet. Oh! <laughs> Get the f- <laughs> yeah, so like, say I've just got I guess got done knocking off a piece of ass in the swingers club, right? And I walk over there and I grab like I start making a roast beef sandwich, something like yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like fucking grab the ladle and the fucking steam tray, this fucking spuds covered ladle. You know, <laughs> you get know. some lentils. I like your uh, I like your. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> like you're you're implying that people repeatedly jerk off into the ladle and it's covered with spuzz. I perfect. think it's just incidental. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I've got I've got cum all over my hands, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna go get turkey. Well, um, I mean, it's you're already in a swingers club, so like it's like really anything goes. Andrew, have you ever been? I have never been. I do you ever have a like have a desire ugh. to swing? No, not even a little bit. It no. seems. It seems a awkward beyond belief, yeah, and b just like like gross doesn't cover it. There's a there's a, a word greater than gross. There's like a I, you know a more I, of like a cellular level unsettling grossness to it. See, uh, I'm more into. I think I would be good at like demonstrating my style, you know, and like I think that if women who were on the fence about swinging. And we're sitting like at the bar, or maybe like on and like the conversation pit where the, the fucking happens, but they weren't really into it yet. Maybe they have their top off or like a blouse undone in the front, and they saw how I fuck. <laughs> I think that they would there. I would look behind me as I'm doing it, and there would be a line forming. It's very possible. I don't know if that <laughs> woman exists though. I feel like. I feel like the the mental barrier to entry to be like, sure, I'll go to this swing club has got to be high. 
You know, I will say that I, in all honesty, I got a little trigger happy, trigger shy, gun shy when I when we were pulling up. I'm, I love that you guys drove away because it looked sketchy. Like, that begs the question what you expected it to look like, because well, in my mind it looks like no. a, a crypt with neon lights. That's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It looked like, the, like a warehouse door <laughs> with, with, like, different colored neon lights. Oh, that's But it wasn't, it was really like, good. but they kept on stressing on the Yelp review because we were yelping. Uh, of course. Of course. Um and we were like, people were like, oh, it's ultra safe, great area. And we went there, and it's like in Kensington and not a good area. And there was like people just walking around, aimless. What hey, I found there's, interesting. There's a bump oh, dog. dogs. That's awesome. What I found interesting about Philadelphia and people who live there, I actually put out on the Twitter to, to kind of get an idea as to where we were going, and people uh, did their best to help. Although one person mm. said, "Go home," so he's now my mortal enemy. And oh my god! I will, I, I will murder him. Um, but I noticed it seems like. No place in Philadelphia, except for, like, the city center area where there's, like, Ralph Lauren stores and shit. No place seems excessively, like, safe. Like, they all seem like they've got a little bit of grit to them. Hmm. But no place seemed excessively rough, except for, like, the areas where you're taking the train and where you're like, this looks like a bomb went off here. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, this is, like, this is just, like, straight up the wire. This is fucking wild ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I noticed that I didn't. I didn't see a, a big concentration of like, oh, this is a bad neighborhood. This is a good neighborhood. It seemed like it was just overall like, eh, you know, not that great. But yeah, interesting stuff. Well, I'm glad you had a good time as well. I really did. I liked it a lot. I thought it was all right. We uh, we got an Airbnb that was this like weird tiny. I mean, this is not going to make any difference to the people listening, but, you know, everyone can really go fuck themselves. You've been in the office in my house where I'm sitting right now recording the podcast, right? Sure, sure. If you stacked three of these rooms on top of each other and just put, like, a big, weird, awkward staircase, that was the place we stayed. It was just, it was like <laughs> a it's like a 10 by 10 room times three, but it was, uh, it was all right. We were by the Italian market. We went down. We, uh, we, we, we didn't get grifted. We got a cheesesteak. You know, it was, it was it was okay. I liked did it a you, lot. Uh, did you make love at the Airbnb? We did not. Oh my God. I have okay. I have a weird thing about like, and this is we we don't do Airbnb often. I think this is actually my first uh, my first one. But there's a certain situation like when you're in a hotel. Yeah, of course. Like, what difference does it make it when you're in like on. an Airbnb where it's like somebody's house? Uh, you know, and they're like reviewing your stay there. Like, maybe I probably should maybe mm. not get come on the shoot. Maybe just maybe not. I don't know. It's. It maybe I can say, see I, that. I, I, I feel a sense of courtesy that I don't normally feel with hotels and in uh, spots like that. It's like touring and you stay at somebody's house and. Well, that's yeah. different because you're staying in shitholes on tour. Also, and yeah. I think but, a splash of and sometimes a splash of cum really brightens up uh, the, couch, <laughs> the couch you're yeah, sleeping on. It's like, oh, wow, this, this is a solvent. This will help clean this fucking weed-covered fucking uh, coffee table. Yes, full of seeds and stems and, like, old socks and uh-huh. terrible shit. And you just add a splash of jizz. Yeah, and, like, oh, uh, this is... Well, he really ties it all together here. Uh, who put the jizz on the couch? Awesome idea. <laughs> 
I don't think I didn't notice, dude. Like, you have that one weird, weird punk house roommate. It's like, don't think I didn't like, notice. Oh, I was listening. I heard you jerk off, dude. <laughs> don't say, don't say oh, you didn't. Fuck. I thought Gary had to work today. It sucks he's here. Uh, don't um, say you didn't, because I was listening the whole time. That's my new, that's my new terrible, normal punk house roommate, like, dude, that guy worked with at the gas station, like, oh, yeah, I need a room for a while, you think you could let me <laughs> jump on your lease? I, uh, I actually have a real guy that is, actually, I have two real guys that are almost exactly that. One is one guy that we, uh, who lived in our punk house basement for a while. Who I worked with at a restaurant, and I don't, awesome. I don't know how he ended up living with us. It was really weird. Uh, but he was such a creepy nut. He just like gotten out of jail and whatnot. He was such a like a a nut that when we sat down after he left and calculated all the rent and money he owed, he ended up owing an extra seventy dollars for what we, in all honesty, called being a creepy lying weirdo tax. <laughs> <laughs> like, we we actually taxed this dude for being so unpleasant. That's great. Um, yeah, and the second one is just a guy that I feel like all of us know who is just, like, the the saddest regular guy that got pulled into the saddest, like, hardcore stratosphere and is now still trying to do it, and it's just, it, oh, it's depressing. Oh, it's it's a rough Oh, scene. I think I know. Wait, we'll talk, you know, like, don't, uh, doesn't everybody at home wish they were in on the conversation? But I, I feel know. like they all wish they were, like, our buds so we could all talk about this fucking dillweed, but, yeah. I was told... By uh, somebody in Philadelphia, that the best part of our podcast is that we don't treat it like a podcast. That's really good. I'm because I'm we glad just slip into these inane conversations, <laughs> well, and then all of a sudden, always want to be in on it. You know, like if you're sitting in a bus and you hear two people talking about their lives, you always want to know like what Sheila yeah. did. Mm, yeah, Sheila. I actually e. had a thing. A Sheila E. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what Sheila E. did. No, Sheila R. Um, <laughs> Sheila R. Fuck I, Sheila E. I want to know about Sheila R. I had a thing this uh, this week about the podcast because I was starting to feel guilty that we hadn't done it in a while. Great. But then it really occurred to me as I was going back, I realized when we take these sabbaticals mm. where like life just gets overwhelming and whatnot, it seems like we always come back and it's nice and it's like cathartic and everyone feels better and it seems like we come we come back hard. Oh, we and come I back way to, hard. I started to get really resentful of releasing Me. a podcast every week. I'm always resentful of you, like constantly resentful <laughs> of you. <laughs> no, Andrew, why would you get resentful of doing the podcast? I don't get resentful of doing the podcast. I love doing it. It's it, I really enjoy it a lot. I get resentful of the the concept or the rule that ex- has existed before I was consulted on it that it has to come out every week like clockwork on a Tuesday. No, no, uh, which do is. It. Which is not to say it won't come out every week on a Tuesday, but I think at this point I am comfortable telling the world, and uh, maybe you'll you'll fight me on this, I don't know. This podcast will come out when it comes out. Oh, that's great. No, it's perfect, because everything, everything else be every in our week-ish. lives is on such a timeline. Trains, yeah. our favorite television program. Yeah, and I, it'll probably come out every week-ish. You know, like I, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's unreasonable to assume you'll see yeah. a new one every week or every week and a half or something like that. But yeah, because I got so mad that nobody had consulted me in the concept of when a podcast should come out. You know, <laughs> wow. like, it was yeah, like I've had a fucking week. I have had actually almost really two weeks. I, I I'm not gonna come bore on, everyone with no, the no, no, uh, you need to details. let it out, Andrew, Andrew. 
Andrew, this is all my right. ther- this is my therapist voice. All right, <clears throat> Andrew, oh, you really yes. need to let us and all know what's going on. All right. Is that um, a good therapist voice? That actually, that was pretty. I think you just leaned closer to the microphone. Is all that yeah. happened, there. Andrew? I, I, I really, you know, we're all waiting here. We're just getting ready to go on your command. For yeah, listening. nothing happened. Nothing happened. I, I had a very rough week at work, which I knew was coming. We were doing effectively. You know what? I will let everyone in. Who gives a shit? Let's do I. It. Uh, I inherited this location that I'm currently running from a guy who's a very, very good friend of mine, and I like him a lot, but who had, uh, you know, I, I'm sure he would probably agree to this if I, uh, if he wasn't in, like, Antarctica right now and, like, just chilling out, <laughs> um, really phoned it in for, like, the last, like, five or six months of running the place. Oh, shit. So, yeah, so I have the top layer working. Like the all the exterior stuff. When somebody comes into my place, I can give a very good impression. But as you dig below the skin of the onion, shit's rough. And so we got uh, we had to effectively do like an inventory of the of the location, which means that people are you know you got to count every single thing effectively with like an eight digit serial number for each unit and like go and verify. It's it's like very intensive work. Anyone who's ever worked in retail can uh, can attest how shitty an inventory is. So it fell at this point where I was doing it, and again, anyone in management will tell you, nobody below your level gives a quarter of as much of a shit as you do about these things. It's just Absolutely. how nature works. It's fine. You know, it, it's whatever. And normally I don't care, but in situations like this, I'm getting really resentful that people aren't helping me. Like, this fucking, this person whose only income comes from selling shit is going to stop doing that. To come down here and read me off serial numbers you know it's just like <laughs> really really ridiculous and so there was about 72 straight hours of that and then uh coupled with the weather hitting a point where even i got like seasonal disorder like usually yeah. i'm good in the winter but even this time it like i it was just too much i had a fucking week like i got real i, I get mad very now and then, and I'll get frustrated every now and then, and I'll... Most of the time, I'm even keeled. But this week, I just got fucking... I just actually got sad. No I really way! Get, I, don't, I don't get sad that often, but I got, like, for four days, I was just really sad. Andrew, it was, it was, bro, the brotherhood, I totally sensed it. I'm not yeah, kidding. Yeah, it was rough. So it's, it's, it's That's why I scene. sent you that, that picture of me pissing. Of, of you pissing. I really appreciate that. It <laughs> brought me back up. That, that was the point where I bottomed, and I started to climb again, like the stocks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the stocks. I just started like Tony's grandfather's. Hey, you know stocks. Uh, 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 keep in mind, uh, stocks are doing pretty well this week, buddy. I I'm I'm, I'm having an alright time right now. I I did look time. at my investments this week. I'm uh, I'm happy, yeah, but I'm too. actually also glad I did because I think I had uh, all my investments are on a uh, an auto uh, auto deposit. Yeah, and I opened up my uh, my Roth IRA in the past, like. I guess three months, they've taken my money, but they haven't invested it in the portfolio I want, so it's just sitting there in cash. Wow, So, I, yeah, like, I flipped a fucking <laughs> lid. Like, I called the guy and, f- like, freaked out. Uh, so I'm glad I looked, because that's, uh, that would have been a huge opportunity cost. But, yeah, I just, yeah, God, sad week. Sad week. Shit. That's, that but, sucks, man. 
I'm now, back. You know, I'm back. I'm good. No, he's back. He's back. It, it, this is a comeback story of because of, I've I, I rarely straight. have seen you sad. Yeah, no, sad I, is not usually my. I'll go from happy to angry fairly quickly. <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll make that jump with uh, with no real difficulty. But and yeah, it, sad uh, is usually but not did, my vocabulary. You have, luckily, you have a strong woman. Uh, I did. Uh, she was fucking system. awesome. She could not have been more awesome. She really. Uh, oh man. She took care of it. It was nice. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a chance, you and everyone listening at home, if you haven't already, take the forty-five minutes tonight and watch the documentary Florida Man. It is really worth your time. We watched it last night, um, and I. I expected it to... The whole thing, it was pitched in whatever blog I read about it as a reason why Florida is so weird. So I expected it to be, um, you know, to be sort of narrated and talk about, like, imprisonment and all this shit. Because Florida is a fucked up place. Sure. And it's not. It's actually just 45 straight uncut minutes of interviews with people who would break into your car to steal, like, the change out of the the cup holder. Jesus. It is such a good use of your time. I really urge everyone (laughs) to uh, to go and watch that. I'll watch that shit tonight. That'd be great. Yeah, it it is really, really well done. I don't know why something funny made me think of that, and now we're talking about Florida, man. But, yeah, it's really well (laughs) worth it. In summary... No longer sad. Watch Florida Man. <laughs> That's good. No, I'm glad you're no longer sad, Andrew. I sensed it. I did. Yeah. So rough, rough week. But rough week. That's how but these I, things go. But he. But as we used to say, he back. He back. <laughs> he back. Oh, look, he back. He hate me. He hate me. <laughs> we used to use that. Uh, from Sean Duty. Remember Sean Duty wake up on the good foot and be like, he back. He back. He back. <laughs> And he would take some sort of umbrage with the fact that we said he back. He back. Oh, he he was back. He's he back. back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I miss a little buddy. I do. No, that's uh, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. It's the way it goes in loves on Love Street, man. Remember that song? It's the way it goes on Love Street. <laughs> somebody uh, somebody wrote into the self defense board today. Uh-oh. And uh, and said that just wanted to let you know Sean that he's been talking shit about you to anyone who will listen. Which, Motherfucker, like, I, still. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. I think we knew that already. But yeah, that Holy was. Holy uh, moly! What? What? That was funny. I don't, yeah, whatever. It's. We're it going. Is what I'm it is. visiting. We're going to Champs next time, man. I'll be like, do it. I'll just look. You know at what? Him. This is the thing, though. And I like. I always say I'm gonna. I don't want. I just want to stop bringing the dude up. He's clearly. I do unhappy. too. Fine, I just brought him up because just, I missed him, and now I just, find out that he's he, weaving a web. Eh, you know, he just he keeps coming back up in the narrative. He's just he's yeah. an impressive person in that way. Sure is. But uh, one thing did occur to me a few days ago, or at this point, it's probably a few weeks ago. Yeah. Somebody had mentioned him in you know, in the same capacity that ev- everybody loves to give us Sean Duty updates, and it's funny. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> which it's is awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't even remember who the fuck I was talking to. I think it was maybe Dave. I don't know. I think it was during the NFC Championship game. Mm. And I had said something along the lines that I always say where I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to do for the dude. And it occurred to me that in a in my own way, I've sort of been doing for that dude for like 20 years. Right. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? I don't have to do anything for that dude. Like he's, he's yeah. free to do his own thing. 
So that felt sad. nice. So yeah, like I, you know, I mean, I don't, well, I don't know what to do for him. No I, more I, responsibility. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's all good. Sean, do you do you? I, I, I hope I you're happy, man. It's I, fine. I love you. Now all I yeah you know we love him and uh, brought his name up just because we miss him. I miss him. I guess you know. Well, for maybe for maybe we can negotiate for episode one hundred to bring him back. <laughs> Don't start writing that check. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't yeah, bring that one yeah. to the bank anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I'll just bring. I'll just take out a hundred dollars and twenties to see. Maybe I'll just. <laughs> Yeah. I think for episode 100, we're going to do our bacon, egg, and cheese challenge instead. Ugh, that'll be, uh, do that'll be good. Can we do the whole podcast over the phone? Like, we'll just call into a Skype line that's constantly recording here <laughs> with updates. Uh, I'm, on, I'm... <laughs> I'm in Harlem meeting a bacon, egg, and cheese, and I feel really unsafe right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm on my 20th bacon, egg, and cheese. I'm at the Union Square Diner. Oh. All right, we're doing that. This sounds so ridiculous. Not only does this sound ridiculous enough to do, but there's no end game. Because no. it's not like we're going to find the best one after the third one we're going to want to die. No. And uh, there's no prize. It's like, all it is is like we just ate a bunch of bad food for an hour alone and then yeah. came back to talk about it. Hey, it's well, how did it taste for you? Oh, it was so really greasy. And, and, you know, it was good. It was tasty. But, you know, after a while, yeah, you know. Plus, it got got warm really quickly. Maybe this is something that lends itself to video more. I don't know. We'll figure that out. We need a videographer. Uh, we, have, we have so many great ideas that have been been flummoxed because we don't have a videographer. I know one videographer, and she's very good, but we'd need two. So somebody else, so I can throw your hat in the mix. You gotta nah, be in New York. we need those Bumpus's dogs. I'm gonna go over there with a fucking shotgun. God damn it! I need to move bad. <laughs> Do you want to do some questions here? Uh, Let's do it. Actually, come in. No, I just, I just said I'm going to kill a dog. All right, everybody needs yeah, to deal. I mean, everybody needs to DWI, and that stands for deal with it. <laughs> I saw a woman on the corner of Central and Lark wearing a shirt that said DWI, and under underneath it said deal with it. That is, it that was, is a very, that's a quintessential Central and Lark. Oh t-shirt my god! Right but there. it was like D period W period I period. It was so good. It's like ah, oh, this is a good one. Yo, do you know what the other members of Police Line are doing now? What about dudes in other former bands you guys were in? Ah. I think I think I know what every person from Police Line is doing now. If uh, actually, not, that's not true. All right. Hmm. Okay. I am doing this. I am a media mogul. I okay. am wonderful. In many ways, entwined in your life in ways you don't realize and could crush you if given the opportunity. But I won't because I love you. You're talking about me. No, I'm talking to the audience in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, I could never crush. You're, you, we're, we're the the yin and yang of uh, of the podcast. We we cancel was, each other out. You could only crush on me, pal. Or what? What was the War of the Gargantuans when the two big monsters <laughs> just run across Japan to fight each other? We're we're kind of those two. Oh, absolutely. No, we never um, get never. We never even raised our voices at each other, pal. That's we I had, can't, we had yeah. one minor disagreement one time in a car that was squashed in 30 seconds. I, I, I cannot think of another disagreement. I've tried so hard. And that's I don't, even, I don't even remember that. No, it, was about, it was about... I actually remember this. It was about uh, whether or not we should drive with the doghouse off in L.A. In case oh, the, the fuck. Van I hated that doghouse. Keep it on because the, the <laughs> exhaust starts coming through. Yeah. 
That was no. Is that was the, <laughs> that oh, was the, the crux plan. of our disagreement. That was actually no, that no, was what yeah, our big thing was about. Rusty Rusty Jones over here had the good idea, <laughs> fucking big idea to uh, fucking oh, we're just cool the engine off. We'll drive with the doghouse off. And I was <laughs> like, like pebbles flying in and shit. <laughs> yeah, we, I can see the road. I can see the freeway. No, no <laughs> dice. I'm, I'm driving. We got the doghouse on, and we'll drive with the heat on instead. <laughs> it's also so funny to think that it's a fucking combustion engine that we're gonna have the doghouse off, yeah. and somehow that's gonna give enough coolant, like, to not yeah. make it overheat. It's a terrible plan. Terrible. Yeah, it was. Plan. I mean, it was a terrible van. I mean, it, it was, was a great, terrible. Van. It was a great van, but it was we. You know, we would drive without brakes, and we it, we never change the oil. It's just how it goes sometimes. We needed. I think, in retrospect, we needed a manager. Really badly. <laughs> like, just to think about, like, hey, like, the manager's van's been sitting not even in the right word. Like, the van's been sitting in Eric's driveway you know? for seven months. <laughs> Let's test it out the night before tour. Yeah, we needed, we just needed an adult. It didn't have to be a manager. It just we had to really be, like, did. somebody with adult sensibilities to be like, you shouldn't, this is, in fact, if I recall correctly, I said I wouldn't bring him up again, but we're gonna. Goody. Sean Duty, his father, when he's a mechanic, and he, we brought the van to him. <laughs> referred to it lovingly as a carbon monoxide death trap <laughs> and we were all like eh. and we went on uh, a fucking like 30 day tour 30 like, oh, day sure, tour with his son <laughs> with his son sorry hey leo hey uh, no problem man. we're gonna bring your son out we're gonna we're gonna go uh gonna go out to minneapolis and back no problem yeah it's all it's all good don't worry about it leo it's i always do but i always drove the window open that is true yeah. thank god I think uh, uh, yeah, I think that may have contributed to uh, like some degenerative uh, brain stuff with me driving a, a carbon monoxide van for all those years. It's very possible. It's very all possible. All right. So who else do I have in police line? Let's see. <clears throat> um, I am doing this. Uh, the guy who originally sang Spencer is still out there. He he just broke his leg in a hockey accident. Cool. And I want to get him on the podcast really bad with Metal John. I think it would be. Just so good. I think it would be fucking amazing. <laughs> so be... we got to work that out. Next time I'm in Albany, we'll make it happen. Hey, great. Metal John's um, totally down. He's starved for attention. Perfect. Oh, that's the best kind of interview. Huh. Uh, original bassist Greg is the only person that's fallen off my map. Uh, he moved down here like a lot of years ago, but he mm. moved that down here in such like a complete, like totally gone way that it still seems like it was yesterday. You know, it's just like he's just that was it. He's out. <laughs> Um, he was a very good writer and, like, a really even keel chill person, so I'm sure he's doing well wherever he is. Uh, original, actually, throughout the entire history, uh, Paul Henry is, what is he doing now? He is living in Australia doing some kind of, I think, some kind of weird internet thing or something. I don't know. I was trying to <laughs> get a sense as to it. Uh, I, he's, yeah, he's, he's in the middle of some shit. I'm sure he plays in Limpress still. Uh, or what? You know, gas, whatever the gas uh, rag, dude. I don't think he plays in gas rag, but mm-hmm. um, a later a later guy does. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, next yeah. basis, Steve. I don't know what he's up to. I see him on Facebook every now and then. He's. Uh, it seems like he just lives upstate and does upstate stuff. Sean Duty uh, is best known for apparently talking shit about us. For <laughs> so having the listen. fucking, uh, such a red ass you can see it from uh, fucking space. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm done bringing that up. Um, <laughs> God damn it. 
And then, uh, yeah, Zach, the uh, the next bassist, plays in the band Gas Rag that uh, I guess people are into. I've never heard it. Yeah, sounds uh, like uh, I, sounds I caught up with him a couple months ago when I was in Chicago. I think, like, mid-last fall. Uh, and, yeah, he, he seems like his, uh, his life is going pretty well. I think he... Uh, I think he does dominatrix shit for money, which is Great. dope. God bless. Uh, I think that's it. I think that was everybody in police line. I don't think there was... Uh, I don't think there's any like real fill-ins or anything like that. Yeah, that's uh, that was about it. That's great. Uh, everyone's everyone's doing well. Illustrious. Yeah, right, I don't I know. To... You, yeah, do you do you have to go through and uh, and uh, find people? Well, let's we can talk about any band you'd like. Uh, old bands. Um. All right, give me <clears throat> give me the top three of what people from old bands are doing right now. <laughs> I know uh, it's going to take a second to rank them, but uh, Scott. Scott J from Burning Bridges is the director of the Albany Public Library. Scott J living a life. Scott J who uh, complained that we don't leave the uh, that we don't edit the title or the subject of the podcast on Stitcher. So now I will never do it. Hmm. Like there, congratulations. There we go. Now it'll no. never ever. Even if I have the most intense, elaborate, like Hemingway style description. Uh, Hemingway is a bad example, but yeah, <laughs> the most literate description of the podcast. No. Now, because I know it causes, it's a pain point for Scott J. I will just simply not do it because that's he our relationship. Obsess over it. He'll obsess over it. I will get this like perverse joy out of making him unhappy on something that neither of us have any stake in whatsoever. It'll be amazing. But yeah, Scott J. is. Uh, he's a man. He's a man now. Yeah, he's he's running the Albany Library and is apparently fascinating the uh, the community of white squares that have run in the oh library God, before. They're the, like, who is this loud tattooed person yelling? It's incredible. Whoa, it's a darling now. So, he's yeah. the talk of the t- he's the talk, talk of the town. Talk of the town, absolutely he is. God bless. I, I'm very happy he found a job in Albany for him to like be an, an older Albany man. I'm very excited for that. Great, wonderful. <laughs> Um, Scott J and I would have been best friends in another life. That was always what. Uh, that was always our catchphrase. Mm. I'm sure he would write a song about it. I definitely would. Hardcore. Maybe he'll be back. You know, you know that dude will be back on some like midlife crisis uh, hardcore band. Get ready, Scott J. You know what's gonna happen. Just fucking sure. lean into it and be done with it. Trip face show up bogies. Write it down. <laughs> I'm just going to book it now and wait for it all to come together. I just had the time of my life with 20,000 of my closest friends. I know you're saying something hysterical right now, but I just happened to knock the plug out of my headphones. So you can say whatever you want. You could say white power shit. You could say, you know, like, whatever. Our pride is our loyalty. Um, (laughs) Hey, I'm back. They came to this country... Uh, in cages, swung from trees. What? Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just singing screwdriver lyrics because I can get away with it. Like, yeah, the, fight, the cop of the podcast isn't here. <laughs> um, okay, who's the second one? Uh, I don't I, know, I, man. I was in an emo band named Cursey. What? <laughs> What the yeah. f- like this wasn't even on band fucking uh, I, I'm still learning new bands you were in this is fucking uh, yeah, insane. Yeah, Guns, Guns Falls only exists demo only exists on cassette no MP3. Wow. Um and I've lost it. I can play the riffs. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good, thank uh, you. 
Um, play the riff. I could do it. I mean, do you want me to play the riffs right now? No, I can do it. No, no, I'm all right. I got it. I believe it existed. They're good. Um, uh, Scott Gaz was in that band. Do you remember? I Scott? was fucking just about to ask you if Scott yes. Gaz was in that band because, of course, he was. That's Scott so Gaz. good. <clears throat> Ex member oh, of Raph, skills are dude. Sharp. This was his post Raph emo project. What? Me and him worked at Pizza Hut together. I lived on 160 Sherman Ave with members of Hope Cinder, another local emo band. And we fucking rocked it, dude. This town can't support two fucking firehouses, but it has two emo bands. No, it couldn't. And it couldn't support two emo bands either because we had a huge falling out over <laughs> over borrowing <laughs> over borrowing each other's drums. That was the big... And uh, we were practicing, and the people across the street, who happened to be this dude Wingo, who was the manager of Domino's, and he was pissed. <laughs> Wingo! He used to call up his wife and say, hey, Lois, will you blow us? That kind of shit. That was really good. Holy and, uh, fuck. The Glens Falls he... names are just, they're like, they're yeah. incredible. They're Wingo. incredible. Wingo! Wingo! So he knew that we were practicing. And he saw, because he saw Scott's car and my car, and we had quit Domino's to go work for Pizza Hut because they were paying an extra dollar an hour. Good move. Um, so we went over there and we're like, fuck Domino's, but Wingo never forgot. And when he saw us over there, he started talking shit at us, and we we're like, fuck it, whatever. Um, we're like, hey, Wingo, and he's like, fuck you guys, fucking screw me over on a busy weekend, fuck you, you know, that kind of shit. So then he called the Warren County Sheriff's on us. Excellent. And the people upstairs, we were living with this girl, Nicole, who was like banging a couple of dudes at the same time. She'd go like upstairs, bang one, then go downstairs, bang the other one. It was like, it was like love train, right? Good life, Nicole. It was cool. I mean, they were like, it was like free love, whatever. Um, I, I, at the time, I was listening to a lot of Piebald, driving up to Plattsburgh to see Piebald, shit mm-hmm. like that. Awful. Like, oh, um, this is pre. This is pre Y two K. So like anything goes, right? Hey, yeah, it would have to be. I I think I got the I got the timing of this damn pretty yeah, well. I think I'm, I'm like, with you on this. This is like ninety eight, ninety nine, and uh, just started playing guitar. I had an Ibanez GAX seven playing through a uh, uh, Marshall MOSFET head. Perfect. And a four by ten cabinet. So I had like a mini Marshall stack, which at the time I didn't realize, but looked really dorky. I was gonna say you must have looked really foolish next to that. Well, we were together for eight months and never played a show. Perfect. But we had two demos and a bunch of stickers, which is the way you did it back then. And uh, so anyways, Wingo calls the Warren County Sheriff, and the Warren County Sheriff just walks in and comes downstairs. And uh, the people upstairs freaked out because they were smoking weed and had a high end of like, like, I don't know what they did, but whatever they did destroyed the weed because they were so paranoid. And... So the Warren County Sheriff comes and says, you got to turn it down. And uh, he said, you got to turn it down because Wingo just called and complained. Oh, my so, God. So the Warren County Fuck. Sheriff knew who Wingo was. You were like straight up out of Andy Griffith. It's fucking amazing. Oh, Holy yeah. No. Fuck. This is a town with 11,000 people. Yeah. Shit. Like everyone kind of knows each other. So, um, so first of all, we're like, fuck Wingo. Second of all, we're like that basically broke up the band big time because they were like, because <laughs> they were like, because me and Scott were straight edge, right? We we're like nailed to the X, hardcore, 
like back then and they were like weed dudes so we were diametrically opposed there was no bridging that gap there was no bridging the gap there was no olive branch as in uh to quote burning bridges the olive branch has swayed (laughs) (laughs) uh that's those are some awesome lyrics Um, oh wow the olive branch has swayed um so yeah so we're like fuck wingo and then i move out and back into my folks house for the second time in the 90s they must have been thrilled well essentially i moved home while my parents were both at work so they came home to me with all of my shit in my (sighs) old room Jesus. And I was like, guess what? Things went south over on Sherman Ave. <laughs> and I'm here again. Living. Living and loving. <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's a, a great moving back in story. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, I just, but I moved out in a day, and I left a message on the answering machine like, fuck you guys. Oh, perfect. Oh, well awesome. done. So then they walked in, they saw that answering machine blinking. And then one of the dudes had the cojones to come, go to Pizza Hut and shake me down for bill money. Strong. It's a strong showing right there. And I, But I pulled the fucking ultimate, right? This bill was 35 bucks. I gave him a $50 bill and I said, keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm above this. I'm above this. Keep it. I don't even need money. I'm making seven fifty a week delivering pizza in Glens Falls. Jesus. Then now I this, gave him. Your moving back in actually ties into the next question. It's. I'm glad that we. I'm glad I went in that direction. Excellent. Um. I don't know who your third person would have been, but we'll, uh, we'll, uh, you we'll know. think about it. We'll 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 dwell on it. We'll meditate on this shit. <laughs> Hans and Andrew, have you ever tried to psychoanalyze yourself? Is it counterproductive? Hans, for example, went through some shit because his dad was away most of the time, leaving him home to fuck his mom. Oh! Oh! <laughs> fuck you, man. I didn't fuck my mother. No, I didn't. But did you psychoanal- psychoanalyze yourself over it? No, never. Thank you for opening that. that. <laughs> Thanks for knocking on that door. Thank you for opening the 90th door in my fucking head. <laughs> Appreciate that very much. Are we supposed to answer the first part of it? I think it seems, okay. it seems like that was some bullshit wrapped in a fucking quasi-real question. There. Yeah, like, first of all, haha, cool joke. Uh, I love my mom. Second of all, yes, like every day. But and you every, can't, though. Every... You can't psychoanalyze yourself. It's not like you can sort of, you can do it up to a point, but the entire reason for having somebody else do it is it's not a possibility for you to do yourself. Yeah, I mean, as much as I cop to the fact that I'm fucked up, like, my days of trying to figure it out are over. I'll just let someone else do it. That's, I mean, it's, because your brain doesn't understand the difference between psychoanalysis and rationalization. It can be either one, you know, like, I can rationalize that I'm on the ground because yellow exists, and if I... (laughs) <laughs> if I say it in such a way that makes sense that my brain doesn't know what the fucking difference is so then oh well yellow exists and all of a sudden I'm in a fucking mental institution it's it's not wow. how it works um alright so we'll, we'll <laughs> skip that one but I, I didn't want to let that one go unheard that's uh that's high quality uh where'd you watch the game I guess we already went over that you were at Justin Kisses uh, house Justin Kisses I stayed home we were supposed to go out to some like weird Polish bar and at the yeah. 11th hour at like 
20 minutes before kickoff, we were both like, I want to stay here. And I already, I I spent all this fucking money on this, like, really ridiculous setup in the living room. I, you know, I may as well enjoy it and watch the Super Bowl in the comfort of my own home. You guys do have a cozy shack. It's true. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, um, hypothetical situation. Your friend mistakenly forwards you his girlfriend's nudes. Is it wrong to crack one out? Wow. Um, Let's bring this hypothetical into our realm. <laughs> you are uh, sorting through, going through old pictures, as you like okay. to do, apparently. <laughs> Way to bring <laughs> it nothing, back. That was very nothing clever. Nothing but, yeah, no, good callback. <laughs> nothing but going through old pictures at Andrew and Gabri's house. Jesus. <laughs> It's fucking. It's like we put Olin on the Mill. Victrola and we just go through. No, it's like you know. Olin Mills over at Andrew and Gabby's house. <laughs> Why did I even say? Like I said it in such an <laughs> asshole way, and I knew immediately upon it leaving my lips. I'm like, oh, I just no, because it's like I just like did it right there. No, it's cute in like a heartwarming way. Like you're laying down, going through a pit. Oh, remember that time we like went over there? God damn it! <laughs> no, it's cool, man. No, you have the keys, man. You can edit this shit out anytime. Yeah, I like. well. We'll see if that stays. It seems all right. All right. Well, um, uh, yeah. So then all of a sudden, whoops, you drop your phone, and for some reason, you send me six of Gabri's hottest nudes. <laughs> I, wa- I, I open, I'm like, oh, man, what is Andrew sending me now? And he, I open it up, and I'm like, whoa. I'm like, oh, my God. This is, I'm like driving, and I'm trying to, I'm like, like I instinctively jam on the brakes. I'm on the highway, by the way. This extra of course, sense of, of danger. And I'm like, whoa, who is this? Is this Cindy Crawford? <laughs> and then it's it's news. news. What, what, would, what, would, what should I do? You delete them. That's, um, yeah, that's it. You, just, you delete them. Uh, it, all right, bringing it to our level actually <laughs> rationalizes it. Yeah, you, you delete them. That's, yeah, I of course delete them. I'd be like, what are you doing, man? What's that? I, I would delete them. I'd be like, what are you doing, dude? Oh, What's okay. this all You about? broke up there. I uh, I thought I lost no. it. Yeah, no, yeah, you delete them. That's, uh, okay, that's I would delete them. If that ever happened, I would delete them. I like that you just you came up with the most sitcom-y, like, fucking, like... Oh, my God. Whoa. Joey, you sent my nudes to Chandler. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's six six nudes, and, like, you need to take, like, three or four yeah, deliberate course. steps in order to send on nude, let alone six. So it's like, I don't know what happened. I'm going to be straight with you right now. I don't yeah. have a single one. Because it's burned in your memory. Yeah, you don't need nudes. burned in my memory. I don't need them. Level. They're... When you're on that level, man, you don't need it. You got that That's, burn yeah. in the memory. That shit's always, you know, it's, it's just right, right there. there. Boom. I don't have any nudes in my phone either. I would delete so, them if you dropped your phone and accidentally sent me six nudes. <laughs> I'll see what I can do, Andrew. I I don't have any. Uh, no, I I I have some semi nudes. All right, we got some. one. We got one. Are you ready? Are you ready? You sitting down for this? I'm, I'm sitting down. All right. Hans, I'm a 25-year-old girl who lives in Brooklyn. The the quote-unquote men here don't like going down on girls, which is dumb, and dumb has one, two, three, four, five, six Bs in it. Oh, fuck. She's definitely When you're, you are, or YR, when you're, YR in... BK. When when YR in BK next, we should make something happen K-bye. Oh, well, of course. Let's make something happen, but I'm not going to do it in Burger King. (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you really just you? You just pulled the fucking the uh, the prank call character out those. Yeah, well, yeah, um, it's. So, like but now say, I, I want this woman you're seeing to come up and uh, and try and throw down with this girl at like a fucking Tiger's Jaw show. That would be really, really good. No, that would be great. It'd she be would so come. Good. She would come strong. I, I, you know, she's she's open minded too. She's mad progressive. She's like, yep. I don't care if you fuck anybody. So it's like that's an, another wrinkle because then I'm like, for, you know, that information in the hands of a sex addict. I'm like, oh, I can still fucking come strong. Yeah, but know? she says that, but then. Yeah, there's like six B's and dumb. I don't know. Like, um, I feel like she might feel no, a way about is, that. This is like 25-year-old girl who lives in Brooklyn. Like, de- her room definitely looks like anthropology. Like, that store. <laughs> like, no question. <laughs> she has like a leather jacket. Or she's like, she does like cross-stitch. She has an Etsy store. We should make something happen, K-Bye. But, um, which is weird because like she said when you're in BK... I'm going to go to the well for the Burger King joke another time. Get ready. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) If she can afford to live in Brooklyn at age 25, she's got that money, which means that we can get mad double Whoppers with cheese. And that means yes. (laughs) You went went strong to the well the second time. That's wild. I went strong to the well the second time because there's nothing like driving home from New York or Philadelphia and you stop at Slotesburg and you get a double Whopper with cheese. And that shit goes down smooth with a large Coke, regular Coke. We actually did that when I sent you the text from Slotsburg. We went to uh, we went to Burger King. We're like, oh, you know that. what? We're, yeah, we're feeling disgusting. We're on the road. Let's just do something really ridiculous. But it was, it was bad beyond belief. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, yo, America needs to be conquered. Like I, straight up. Like you know, it, it's. It's I, really I'm bad. With, I'm with my girl Angie Merkel. We should fucking uh, Germany should roll on America. <laughs> it was bad. Like the fact that people willingly eat this two, sometimes three meals a day in some places of the country. Yeah. Like nope, nope. It's someone, gotta go. Yeah, I, 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 someone was telling me a story how when they were growing up, they'd eat Burger King like all the time, like almost every night. Nope. Like no, 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 no. Like that's so no. no. Like it's amazingly no. You know, I just that just jogged a memory for me though. Oh shit! Uh, as a young man, like in high school, I used to make Randy Gerard drive me to Burger King to get a Whopper. Jeez! All right. Like I would well. be like, "Hey, Randy, you want to hang out?" And he'd be like, "Oh, cool, sure." And he had a he was the first guy to get a car, so you know it was always Randy's driving. So we, you know, anywhere we want to go. So Randy drives, comes up. This is the dude who had whose car was so shitty that he ran over a plastic fork and fucking the tire went flat. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, dude. <laughs> so fucking funny. I was I looked over and it's a there's a plastic fork sticking out of his tire. And I said, Randy, man, I think you're a flat tire. <laughs> his dad came. His dad was mad old too. His dad was like a hundred, right? He came over. Um and within this big truck, he's like yelling at him. It puts a tire on that's like too big, so the car is driving all weird. <laughs> Jesus! I have a million Glens Falls stories. So good. Holy but, uh, fuck! Anyway, wow. yeah, twenty-five year old girl. I, oh, I'd go sorry, in there. Like, I'd go in there like the cable doctor, man. If she was twenty-five years old, I'd go in there like the cable doctor. Be like, what seems to be the problem here? And then she lay down and spread him. 
and I'd go I'd go in with the tongue. All right, well, there you heard it here first. Now, uh, so so you should now you should when forward. you come down to Brooklyn to record next time, we'll yeah. record and we'll record like a weird like terse episode, and it'll be like, all right, I'll I I'm gonna stay here, but I gotta go. I did that once. Then we'll just be like, did you not? I feel like you've, you've always hung around. There was the one day where you you fucking took Tylenol PM at six a.m. and I assumed <laughs> that you had left the house because there's no way a human being would because sleep that you, late. You live but, in yeah. a mausoleum. I had no idea it was seven a.m. and I took that tile. I was like, shit, I'm never getting to sleep. It must be like two. <laughs> it must be two at night. <laughs> and it was like the sun's coming up, and I'm like, I'm. I took a Nyquil's ZZZ Quill. That would have been funny if you did that. And just as you settled in, I opened the door and like sunlight flooded the room. And you'd just be like, oh, oh fuck, right before you passed. <laughs> Shit, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that was, that was uh, awesome. That was something else. I'm going through the questions. There are actually like a ton. I think yeah. I, I turned off notifications on my phone for email because people would email me for dumb shit and I would like throw the phone across the room. Uh, so yeah, there's there's like a there's a lot a lot of questions. We might oh, actually we, we might have to we don't have to dig through and do another question episode in the future. Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> Andrew, not trying to scope out your new business. Got to do a business plan for a college for a class in college, and you mentioned doing one in the last episode. I need to do primary research with knowledgeable people for whatever reason. Would you be down to answer a couple questions? Maybe yeah, just shoot me an email. It's uh, Stu Killed by Albany at gmail dot com. Hmm. Um. Uh, we we touched Hans on that. You want, you want to take one from the top? Go for it. Hans, man, how's the bare mattress recording coming along? Good question. Oh, that's a good question. I've been writing some riffs. Andrew, would you like to hear one of my riffs? You were just dying to riff, so yeah, go nuts. I've got I've got the guitar set up here. I just wrote this riff. Um, hope you like it. Uh, I uh, yeah, it's it's gonna go good. Um. Hold on, I gotta turn up the volume here. Can you hear it? I can very well. Oh, look at that. Oh, you like that song, dude? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I, uh. What about, uh. Oh, man, I'm fucking so in tune. Pink guitar, so in tune. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, things have been going good. Oh, that was Jenny Lee. All right, got it now. All right. See, yeah, man, I still remember all that shit. Jeez. I mean, if if you say the word, dude, re- end of your reunion tour, man, it's been long enough. We can Which do fun. it with a trip face reunion. We'll just do one big show. <laughs> be great. What's up, bogies? It'd be all awesome. Right. This all is right. uh, this this is one that's come up in the past. Hans and Andrew, is it ever a sensible, productive thing to, and have you ever put experiences related to hardcore on your resume for careers no. unrelated to music? <laughs> a life wasted there but enjoyed had left me with, has left me with very few professional experiences and connections. However, couldn't the processes, skills, and effort involved in releasing records, putting on shows, booking tours, etc. be transferable and be made to fool the gatekeepers to adult employment? If presented properly, thank you. I would say no. No, uh, no. The reason being, maybe 15 years ago that probably would have worked, but it's the internet and everything is searchable. So it's like, yeah. if you try and present your show booking career as like a, a major thing, and then they go back and they see some podunk shit, it's gonna it's gonna look foolish. But the reality like... is, you, I mean, really, if you want a job that you're maybe not qualified for, it falls 10% in your resume and 90% on your ability to talk that shit. 
So, Definitely. I mean, that's it. You know, like, make your resume as good as you can. There's a dude. There's Google Charlie Hone. It's like H-O-E-H-N or something like that. Uh, Charlie Hone Pitch or something to that effect. There's an email he wrote to, I think it was Tim Ferriss, where he makes one of the best pitches I've I've ever seen someone make on uh, in print. And it's a really good way to, you know, necessarily to do the exact thing, but it's a really good way to look and see how you impose on somebody's time and how you make it benefit them. And you, you focus you focus your job search like that. You don't, like, try and throw your show booking onto a resume with a bunch of other stuff and references and hope that it works because you're just hoping. Like, who fucking, like, I hope tomorrow it's going to be sunny. It makes no actual bearing on whether or not it's going to be sunny. So... Don't do that. There's much better ways to spend your time than that. I uh, I parlayed my experience traveling the world and the country into um, <clears throat> negotiating my salary, uh, saying that I could also book a lot of travel for the my bosses. And uh, it's my experience has actually come in handy a few times, knowing which airports suck, knowing which what to do in some cities where they have to go. It's a uh, you know, <laughs> well you know, done. Cool. Well done, right? And then uh, I the, I have the bonus effect of every motherfucker asking me, "Oh, you used to play music, huh?" Oh, they love that shit. Something that, something new to talk about in the office. Fuck. Really good. I can't. I'm really. Oh God. I, Andrew, you have no idea how ready I am to start my my forty plus career as a bartender. With, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna move to a city that respects me. I'm going to fucking 10 bar. I'm going to I'm going to work Sundays at a record store and I'm going to fucking play in two bands. And I'm going to do with any of this. I'm going to date a, the girl who works at the tattoo place. And it's going to be like Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, and that's what it sounds like. <laughs> And dude, if you think that I'm full of shit, fucking just wait. Just try you. <laughs> do I have that down or what? A lot that of is, dudes do that. That is well that. done. And I love the very convincing tone I took. I may critique myself for a authoritative. moment. Authoritative. Authoritative. If you make take authoritative tone, man, everyone's gonna believe you. I really think that women <laughs> are not smart. <laughs> Or funny. Hey, believe what you will, but I know, and I've seen it before, with my own two eyes. I've been out there on the streets. I don't know about you, but women just aren't smart. Jesus Christ. I've been out there on the streets. Somebody just turned this on right at that part and is writing an angry letter. Like, oh, God damn it. I love it. It's like, well, you know, I'm going to take your experience and crush it, and then I am going to say (laughs) what I mean. Here's something I've learned from my time at Auto Parts Plus. Here's something that I've learned on Auto Parts Plus. Um, the elderly should not be allowed to live. <laughs> Let me explain. Just bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Because you know I'm right. That's why you're getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm right. Jesus. Do you want to uh, do... You want to do we'll do like two more of these things and then... Yeah. Uh, Let's put it out there now, because I'm actually... We haven't done questions in a minute, and they were getting really rough for a while, but these are pretty mm-hmm. good. 
Let's uh, let's spend the next week doing some questions. We'll do an all questions episode next week. Or Absolutely. I always say that, but then we actually try and do it, and every question leads us off into a tangent. So we'll do uh, a question tangent episode next week if you guys want to keep dropping them in. There's still 15 here that we won't have time to answer, so may as well uh, dedicate some time to it. What do you got? Um, I don't know. Do you see any see any uh, new ones here? Uh, let's see. Will uh, Will Blake ever come back on, or will Adam ever come on? Please don't play with my emotions. Uh, Blake has not responded to I think either of us in a minute. Uh, no. I actually Touch. tried pretty recently too. We uh, I don't even yeah. remember why there was something I was like, oh shit, I know this dude would be into it, and uh, nothing. I nothing. think he's mad at us for some reason or another. Um, and Adam will definitely come on. Adam was actually really disappointed that he w- couldn't pick up the phone when we called him that time. So I, we just gotta, we gotta remember to get Adam and figure out a time to do it. But yeah, he's he's game, and I think it'd be really exciting. He's one of my favorite people, so that'll be a lot of fun. Oh, he's a great guy. Yep, the brains behind Tiger's Jaw. Oh shit, starting beef. The man behind the Doctor Oz behind the curtain. <laughs> That's- because where are they now? They're on uh, some. They're on some sixpence and on the richer shit right now. I, I don't know what they got going on now. What do you got? You got one last one? I got one last one for you, Andrew. I can hear you doing this shit. Uh, let me try to find a uh, question here. I, I hear some interference in the. The signal here. I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe we picked oh, up a somebody radio station. lame just came into your house. Oh my god, there's a Haim concert outside, an outdoor concert. Holy fuck, oh, they're dude. really good live. There was a few days ago, actually, during that uh, that inventory, when I was please, uh, please I was Haim came on. I was downstairs in like the shitty basement counting things like really like the point where like your eyes get bloodshot and you just feel like it's never going to stop you know one of, of those like, a really bad point that whole thing was going on and then the entire building starts to shake like and i'm like what the fuck is that like there's not a subway that runs past that it's not like there was like a long train i go upstairs and it's still happening there's like the window panes are rattling and like shit in the shelves is rattling i go outside free Kanye West concert up the block Ooh. from me like shaking the fillings in my head it was the closest approximation to hell I've ever experienced it was I'm, so I'm like sitting there trying to keep a count while like somebody some moron yells into a microphone over bass that's like making my eyeballs shake it was can we just talk can we just talk for a moment how at least in my Facebook feed so many people became the biggest Kanye West fans in the world, and I'm going to write a two-paragraph status defending Kanye West. So good. I I mean, that's what people are freaking out about. Mm. What I find fucking astounding, what I find amazing, amazing. is it, like, you moron. The only reason these things is, exist are for you to talk about them. <laughs> like, that's it. That's the only reason this stuff happens. Because they want a moron to say a moron thing to another louder moron. Right. That's actually how this works. Yeah, it's just how he's shut marketing your himself. Fucking mouth. Just shut up and it goes away. Yeah. That's Stop. it. That's it. No, people people hate when things go away now. They hate it. Yeah. 
People want things around. People want to talk about Kanye, and then they want to talk about Beyonce. And oh, oh Beyonce yeah. took a picture without any makeup on, and I can't believe why. You gotta, you, you gotta read Anti Fragile, and then like buy a machine gun. You know, it's just like that's that's my that's well, my my thing for everybody. Well, who are these fucking people I know who listen to this music, first of all? And second of all, you act like... People act like they go to brunch with Kanye. <laughs> like, like, hold on a minute here. He's <laughs> one of the greatest fucking people, uh, you know. In the, and it's like, what's it like to know Kanye? Like, please bring me in, because you seem to know him so well. You like, sound he would, like somebody's grandfather talking about Patton, you know? Yeah, it's just, like, no, really fucking it is, ridiculous. That's exactly it, though. It's like, God, I have... It's like such... That old person style of like dick writing, like oh General Abrams, whoa, it's such a <laughs> like that that like that like weird like like love for somebody you've never known, you know, yeah. like it's like loving a statue, you know, or like a piece of art, you know. On, it's like on the plus side for people who are doing this shit and they, you see your friends doing it and you get annoyed. I can say with a great degree of certainty that. Everyone who's getting mad or happy with Kanye West over things he's done on TV in the past two weeks will amount to nothing in life. Oh, it's beautiful. Bottom line. Like, get, <laughs> virtually guarantee it. Don't worry I mean, about it. Like, I these mean, people I, will I, continue to exist I, exactly where they are. Don't worry. Well, the best, best thing is, like, people are like, well, if you, if you don't like what went on, look, there's a serious racist connotation there. And I'm like, well, maybe I just don't <laughs> like his music. <laughs> like, I cannot like, like... I don't like there's there's I don't there's a lot of black music that I hate. Yeah, people know? assume that there's a racial connotation anytime you don't like hip hop. Like I actively don't like hip hop. I don't yeah. in the same way I actively don't like baroque music. You know, it's just like it it doesn't I appeal to like my it. sensibilities. Yeah, and it's um, so the problem is the simple's been stripped out of every argument. Yeah, where absolutely. When you bring up the simple, you, they people are like, "Well, that's just the, we're, we're past that way of thinking." And I'm like, I just don't like the music. I don't like I don't like Beck, and I don't like Kanye. Yeah, no, they. I wish they stabbed each other. It'd be amazing. You know, I, I talk about. That. I wish your grenade went off when they when they. <laughs> were. Fucking great. You know? Holy shit! Plus, uh, how many people? I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I uh, I knew that many people who watched the fucking Grammys. The do Grammys. You soap, do you watch soap operas too? Like every year, are the past fail point for Facebook? I don't think I can uh, make it another year. I think next Grammys is probably when I oh, I check out. People listen to Taylor Swift. And I'm like, come on, come on! You, you just know. need attention. Yeah, come you on. just you need like, Drake. Just, and I want to give you attention. Just give me a reason to do it. You know, like I, if you're on my Facebook feed, I like you and I want to give you the attention, but you have to do something to allow me to feel good enough to give you that attention. Invent something, you fat fuck, you stupid idiot. Just fucking invent something. Right. Make me a juice. Oh, God, make me a ju- Make me the best juice, you juice. dumb idiot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what episode is this? I don't even know what episode we're on anymore. It's been... That was, uh, that should we really... stop numbering the episodes? Should they just be overnight drive all the time? People have no way of referencing things. I think it's 81, pal. 81 sounds right. I'm going to go back on my podcast app and take a look. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll say this has been 81, I guess. Yeah, oh, this has been 81. This has been such a good return to form. Return to form. You take a take a week off and, uh, and marvelous things happen. Yes, this has been number 81. Um, yeah, I don't know. You got anything you want to plug this week? 
Um, yeah, I'm plugging along in the Bear Mattress Riffs. I'd like to uh, come down in the next couple of weeks, Andrew, and we would just sit in front of your computer and maybe write some songs. Let's do it. I got all the I got the the skeleton of the recording studio we had sitting here, just Great. waiting to be used. And uh, maybe we can just put some fake drums on it. You know, maybe I got some bass, real bass good riff. fake drums. What's that? I got some real good fake drums. Maybe I'll have, uh, maybe I'll get a, a, a pre-release copy of the J Moss drums. I'll, uh, I'll hit my man up. Dude, honestly, great. Let's Perfect. Do it. All right, cool. I got nothing to plug this week. I know there's a self-defense tour coming up, but I feel like those guys know the internet enough to be able to promote it themselves. And yeah. Tumblr is doing this thing where my app is not working, so I can't get on there to. To A, be snide to people who ask bad questions, and B, to know what is going on in the band. So I'd urge everyone to email Tumblr and ask them to fix their bullshit fucking grade school app, and then we'll be good. All right, this has been 81. Everyone go fuck themselves and stop talking about Kanye West, and we'll be back next week, and hopefully he'll be gone. All right, let's cue the music. I got love in my tummy and a tiny little pain And a ten-ton catastrophe on a sixty-pound chain And I'm pushing my wheel of love up through these streets I look at me Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. 
Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah. The rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.